History with Andre Hesham. Welcome to Historically Historically Inaccurate, uh, the show where right now we break down the adventures of Briscoe County Jr., a fantastic sci-fi steampunk western show. I'm Andre Hashem. I'm with my co-host Michael Johnson. Hey, how's it going? Oh man, I'm doing so great now that we get to the recording part of all of this. <laughs> yeah, this is great. It's only taken three and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, o- it's, only, it's only taken most of a, a week. It was as if we streamed the whole show. Uh, that Young lady, by the way, is Amanda Gecht. Hi. <laughs> Yay! Woo! <laughs> I have an audience. <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they're calling in. Yeah, yeah. Calling in from in person. That's the... We have a fan, of, uh, fan base of one. <laughs> <laughs> ah, got it. All right. So, chapter two, we leave off... As, as actually Amanda so wonderfully put it with uh, a bunch of hot dogs. Yep. <laughs> a sack of hot dogs. That yeah, it does look like a pack of hot dogs. <laughs> it's a bunch of dynamite that Bowler uh, was, yeah. had on fire. And uh, Briscoe County orders a steak. That He beats up Brit- Bowler. And, uh, yeah, they get into a little bit of a scuffle. <laughs> it was it was about the most one-sided fight. I felt like they really they're really hammering home the the bowler bit, buffoon bit. Yeah, he's but he's a bit of a goof. Yeah, a bit of a goofy doofy. Yeah, bit of a slapsticky. But uh, really quick. They're just cut. missing a classic eye poke. <laughs> yeah, there was. Like a, a Three Stooges element to that, where I kind of like surprised there wasn't a sound effect of like, whoop, 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 whoop. yeah, boink. <laughs> Why I yelled up? Whoop, whoop, yeah, whoop, whoop, whoop. this is this is a very slapsticky show, I think. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I can't tell you what I, I was... just watched, but it's definitely slapsticky. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing I was able to get out of it. What do you think we watched? I, I feel like I know what we watched because I watched it first run. <laughs> you know, I, I couldn't tell you, and I never anticipated that my life would take this turn, but here we are. <laughs> I feel like I, you're geez. meaning more than just the show, right? <laughs> yeah, no, there's no reason to read into that any more than you have to, Andre. <laughs> what, did we, what do you think we watched? <laughs> so... I wrote down a few things. This was my interpretation of what happened. Um, mm-hmm. Bowler hat, Keith Richards, an 18th century butler, dynamite, orbs, court scene, and a cave. It's about accurate. That's yeah. That sums right, it up pretty over. well. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. This is uh, the coming thing part two. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of like weird overt sexual stuff in this. We're going to get to it eventually, but the coming thing is a theme, but I I think the innuendo in there you're going to is really more intentional than they 
Uh, no, I, I think that you're honestly reading too much into it. I think you and I are making it sexual. <laughs> like, I think that there's the sexy stuff was uh, was sexual, and everything else is uh, us just saying, "Hey, probably fit that up a guy's asshole." Well, yeah, yeah. that. I I feel like the shape of the orb thing doesn't help. Well. I think it was a uh, cat toy or something that they just spray painted silver <laughs> for the show. Looks like one of those balls that you throw at a cat or something. Yeah, yeah. No, it's. Uh, I'm pretty. I, I'm surprised it didn't squeak. I'm pretty sure they had to take those out and post. Yeah, yeah. They had Maybe. to fill it up full of sand. Who was Keith Richards? I felt like uh, the sexy guy in the uh, cave. Yeah. So I felt like he looked like a combination of. Keith Richards, Mads Michelson, David Bowie, David Bowie, and there's somebody else. Christopher Reeve, pre. Ah, uh, yeah, I could, I could see okay. Christopher. Lee. Yeah, it was in the cheekbone. <laughs> Wait, Christopher Lee from um. No, from Christopher Dracula? Reeves. Reeves. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Wait, who are we talking about? Who looks like this? Is this the Bly guy? The the main yeah. The main okay. guy in the cave. Yeah, so in the, the cave. Oh, yeah, yeah. That started okay. eating the chicken. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. That guy. How did you not pick that up on? What the fuck? You're sitting in the room with her. I didn't. <laughs> well, I didn't. I don't think of him. I don't look at him and think Keith Richards. You didn't think he had sort of like a Keith Richards-y costume? I, th I thought he had more of like a Mick Jaggers-y vibe to yeah, him overall, yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah. He, yeah. This is... I uh, saw. I I guess we all saw what we wanted to see. <laughs> yeah, no, it's this show is what you make of it. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I saw David Bowie. You guys saw Keith Richards, Mick Jagger. Yeah. I don't even. He doesn't look anything like fucking Mick Jagger. Christopher, I could see that. <laughs> just like he just I, shows up in his wheelchair. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be, uh, we're getting there. There are a lot of horses, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, no, I forgot about that. They're, there's, they're in a bad guy cave at one point. Yes. That, it, it looks sort of like a basement apartment in Chicago, just <laughs> with vintage furniture. It does. <laughs> there's like a giant chandelier in the middle of it. It's a cave, but there's a chandelier <laughs> yeah. with electricity. Yeah. <laughs> They've been working on this cave for a while, though. It's probably, it it probably has like two and a half bathrooms. Yeah, no, it, it looked like a mansion. Uh, yeah. It looked like how everyone thought living in a cave was gonna look before 9/11. <laughs> and then it turns out it's just like VHS tapes and and old TVs and shitty rugs. Yeah. Yeah. The shit that you thought was going to be technologically relevant in five years, and then you're like, ah, oh, this is, we got to have something better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fast and the Furious, the first movie, uh, the plot was uh, a gang of people that were stealing VHS players. <laughs> VC, it was a yeah, VCR. VCRs, yeah. <laughs> and then I think the one of them was one... a DVD player, and they're like, whoa, they're stealing DVD players? <laughs> Now they're uh, now they're flying through fucking outer space or something with fucking cars, but you know. Yeah, I think they flew through buildings in the last one. Yeah. I know they jumped Goodbye. out of a plane and cars also. I yeah. That was I I 
kind of love those movies. They're so dumb. You can just turn off your brain, though. It's, yeah, it's pretty great. Um, <laughs> so back to the shitty fucking show that you forced me to watch for another hour. <laughs> Not to mention all the technical. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you told me that you blackmailed me. <laughs> So we uh, we're met with uh, we we reopen up with Briscoe and the and the bowler guy. They're fighting. They get uh they get arrested by the police after uh, his one minute steak was ready. It was ready in one minute. I don't know if you noticed that. There's carrots on the plate though, uh, which should be illegal. And um, <laughs> I mean, but it's a we, minute uh, steak though. So if at, at that point, you're probably just using whatever you can to cover up the taste. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the cyanide that they had to shove into it, because it's back in the day. Yeah, they probably just throw gas on it and light it on fire. That's how the minute. Ah, we used uh, chemicals to uh, cook this uh, steak for you. That sounds about right. <laughs> be ready in a minute. We put some magnesium, some gunpowder, some thermite. Ah, it's ready. Mm. That sounds like target practice Delish. for, for uh, Joe Exotic. Oh yeah, no, it definitely just sounds like a Joe Exotic song. The, I love his music. <laughs> you know, he was a surprisingly good singer. His lyrics had something to actually they were brilliant kinda too, not like in a yeah. heart kind of way. I don't think he wrote them or he sang that like someone else wrote them or sang them or something. I don't think those are his songs. Yeah, I don't think you go from methy rasp voice to sounding like Alan Jackson. <laughs> yeah, you could hear him in the funeral when he was singing. He yeah. just wasn't the same guy. Yeah, well, it was, you know, it was a cold day, you know? It was his voice wasn't warmed up. Right. Yeah, it's that, amazing what you can do His boyfriend just post. died. It is. It's crazy. This, this uh, podcast is going to sound... Where he was like... What? Didn't he say something during the eulogy where it was like, everyone knows how he used to just, like, love to show his balls. He just put his balls yeah. in the face. <laughs> he talks about him rubbing his balls everywhere. Yeah. That's exactly what you want to tell uh, the Bang. mother of uh, a dead man right in front of her. Hey, Mom, remember when he, when he used to rub his balls all over my face? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, where did I go wrong? Hmm. Well... <laughs> I think it was conception. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably life starts then. at conception, Andre. Yes, yes. Probably. Well, yeah. that life probably started like on a series of uh, drinks and uh, pipe hits before and during right. conception. <laughs> yeah, life started at their, her third cigarette of that night. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like babies are like coronavirus. Like smoking cigarettes <laughs> actually helps. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's it. Let's stop talking about this show. Yeah, the um, because yeah. like the first week coronavirus happened, everyone's like, oh, if you smoke, you're more likely to die. Now it's like the opposite. Yeah, somehow the smoke kills it. It chokes out the virus or something. It's probably not. It probably is still worse for you to smoke, and the cigarette companies have just found a way to funnel their money to the right people. 
Yeah, a lot of people are comparing this to like the 1918 um, influenza outbreak thing that killed a bunch of people. And cigarettes <laughs> being considered good for your health feels very <laughs> 1918 to me. Yeah. This is, I feel like we're going to see like Jimmy Fallon smoking a cigarette on late night soon. Yeah, and he brings up a woman to toots. Hey, sweetheart, how you doing? Sit down. Hey. <laughs> Shit. How you doing? Mate. That's uh, the good old days. That would make half the cappy, uh, country happy. <laughs> yeah. My next uh, my next uh, guest is a colored, colored folk. Hey, how you doing? This is... Uh... <laughs> Briscoe County. First black baseball player. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sammy Sosa? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's he, white he converted now. Converted to being white so that he could convert to being black. Although, then again, is that cultural appropriation if he goes back to black? Or is that. Mm. Well, he was Haitian. Right. That's Or Dominican Republic. I don't know. One of those Dominican. islands. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, now I have egg on my face. <laughs> but at least it's not milk <laughs> yeah at least it's not milk <laughs> I go back to this terrible show this is going good this is um, I wrote down Jesus one minute what did you write carrots oh you wrote down carrots I wrote down carrots. No, that... <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> um, all right, so they're in the cave. Briscoe oh, shows yeah, up in the, in the cave. They're in the cave. They're in the bad guy cave. Keith Richards is giving that speech. I feel like there was something a little bit before that. Like, didn't the court oh, yeah. scene... I feel like the court scene had some relevance to that. Yeah. We uh we we meet the uh, the Asians digging the hole again, and uh, the U.S. government fighting with the railroad oh, right. company with ownership of the weird artifact. That was right. It was like a CIA guy. Yeah. And, uh, they boxed it up in like a an Ark of the Covenant secret box and put it on a train. Yeah, it's clearly a reference to that. And then they write UFO on it. Like, yeah. oh, it's a UFO. What was it? Like the underground unearthed foreign object? Yeah. Um, but just so you can get the UFO in there. And it's like, because, yeah, we get what that means in 1994. How, how do we fucking hand fist it <laughs> into the, Oh, it's an unearthed found object. Yeah. <laughs> Someone got a pat on the back for that. <laughs> Boy, 1993 was a different time. Yeah. That's, they were throwing around pilots like crazy. Yeah, there was a lot of cocaine use. And then I think it goes to uh, the uh, the uh, the cave people. Right, okay. So the, go the cave meeting? To the cave meeting where Keith Richards is going off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, there's, there's a before he enters the scene. They're just like, ah, oh, we're doing bad stuff. We're a bunch of bad guys. Hey, remember that time we did that bad thing? <laughs> and they're all laughing, having a good time. Yeah, you gotta hammer. 
I, I like how they take the time to kind of establish character that the bad guys are actually bad. We can't just yeah, just start the scene with some dialogue. <laughs> no, no, no. We gotta re re we gotta remind the audience that if you unless you're watching this, like how we're watching it is the retarded. Uh, you're watching <laughs> this all the way through, so you uh, so you know what's going on. But I like how they they keep uh, telling us what they've done. Well, yeah, you know it's. A whole week has passed since the last episode, so people might have forgotten. <laughs> oh, is this cut into weeks? Uh, uh, oh, no, wait, no, this was the pilot, so this is probably all in a row. Although I still don't yeah. understand why they chopped it into chapters. I think it's uh, for like Netflix. a Western feel that way. Okay. Oh, that's that could be the case. Or Western, Westerns, I guess in chapters that does it does, does it sound seem it seems like, I, like a western thing yeah, but i don't know why I, don't quote me on it but it feels very western mm -hmm. no i agree with you amanda thanks mike <laughs> uh, i don't know if they did this in movies or shows back then but they definitely did in the hateful eight so yeah they i was did say at like, one point oh. in like a bunch of tarantino movies he he does it like that and i feel like this is sort of like reaching from the same yeah, yeah. thing. Maybe I just haven't seen enough westerns. How many westerns have you seen? I mean, I've, I've seen just this one. <laughs> oh, just this one. Okay, yeah, so yeah, I, they do this in every western. This was my only reference. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they do it in one hundred percent of westerns I've seen. Yeah, I guess that's the weird thing. Maybe maybe I'm, I'm missing a pocket in Hollywood western tropes. Mm -hmm. so maybe I watched too many spaghetti westerns. Mmm. <laughs> From uh, Spaghetti Land. Of maybe Italy. I just don't remember my childhood. <laughs> that could be. All right. So westerns, westerns are cut into chapters. Yeah. No, we'll we'll just say it. Fuck it, dude. Who gives a shit? <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> Yeah, they're trading all they're trading all this even but okay, so Briscoe shows up first though before Keith Richards or Keith Richards showed up afterward. Yeah, he showed up like halfway through where they're like, Oh, we're just being all bad and stuff. We're the bad guys and then like everyone got quiet and then Keith Richards enters the uh enters the stage. Yeah. And he's Extremely like, theatrically. And yeah, he's very flamboyant. Eats yes. That pheasant, chicken, whatever, unidentified bird. Uh, <laughs> It was so sexual. <laughs> Everything that guy my, does my is sexual. My thoughts exactly. <laughs> Everything like, that guy does is sexual. It, he speaks in like kind of a low whisper, like I'm gonna get you, Briscoe. But it doesn't sound like to die. And then it, his arms are very wavy and like demonstrative. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, it's very swan-like, frankly. Yes. Gamine. Isn't that I, the word for it? Like, gamine? I don't read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're talking to two illiterate people in here. <laughs> yeah, she's like a writer writer. We say oh, we're writers, God. but we like write on stage, so. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, Keith Richards laid out some plan. Some grand plan to get the Ark of the Covenant off of the train. The orb of the, that what he wanted? the train. He wanted. Yeah, it that? wasn't. They're they're after the orb. 
Why? Because it has powers. And oh. they they know it has the special powers that release the Asians and uh bu- 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 yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else they know. I just know that they know that the the orb is special and they're going for it. This uh this show <laughs> is so strange to me cuz like obviously Keith Richards and the gang already have special powers. They have an organ, a giant chandelier, a massive table in a cave. Yeah, they're doing really well. Like why what more <laughs> could 10 men want? And not only are they it's just like a giant like silver platter that the weird chicken was served to them on. Yeah, they brought out this the fanciest of platters. <laughs> and then it was just like bullshit fucking Graybird. Gray yeah. <laughs> Graybird yeah. is what it's called. Crazy. Yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. You look like you to say something. All right, lays out the plan. Here's something happened here to my brain though, because I snapped and I don't know how Briscoe showed up in the same place where Bly was, and but there was no crossover and he was still able to convince the same people that he was someone else. But that's what happened. Right? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what, did you black out for two hours? I might have. Oh. <laughs> so, um, uh, Keith Richards uh, gets um, the, the Bad Foot Gang... Oh, uh, to go kill Briscoe County Jr. in his hotel room that they know where he's at. Yeah. Yeah, they. Uh, he's. Okay, I kind of am blacking out a little bit, but I know that all of a sudden he opens the door and there's three Asian guys, and I was confused if they were the dudes that freed themselves at the beginning of the show. Wait, but wasn't he hiding somewhere? And then that little kid, that like. Knocked that jug on top of him. Are we? Are we talking about the same that's, thing, scene, or is that yeah. later on? That's that's later. Yeah, that's okay. Later. I'm okay. conflating scenes. That's fine. Sorry, I yeah, you're. We're all we're all blacked out. <laughs> no, that's all good. Don't worry about it. he. So he get, he gets into a fight with the three uh the three Asian guys, the bad foot gang, because we know that they're bad foot gang because they keep showing their disgusting feet, <laughs> and um, and I guess he grabs one of their necklaces or whatever. One thing leads to another. They fly out the window. They must be Russian scientists or something. And uh, they almost <laughs> fall onto a bunch of pitchforks, and then we break the commercial break, and we come back, and then the then the cart moves, and they fall into hay. Right. Oh, yeah, they had a one of the string of lucky moments in this show that just happens to keep them alive and keep everything mo- moving. Well, they would have fell like 10 feet onto... Like, I don't think they would have died. No. Broken leg, though. Or something, Bro- which yeah. back then might have killed you. Which might... Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> like, I guess back then that would have definitely killed them. Slow death. Yeah, but like two weeks later. That would have been right. a different by, show. By gangrene and infection. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> or oh just amputation. God, yeah. Yeah, like, oh. yeah, they oh, the whole thing they reset it poorly before they'd amputate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of it bad, and then well, you I die, don't know, so. Doc. 
I don't remember my foot uh, pointing behind me. Oh. Well, that's Fit the in, only right? way we could get it to stick. Oh. Okay, well, I guess I just walk in a circle now. Well, there just, you go. Uh, just stay on the horse. Ah, uh, thanks. The modern science. <laughs> Can't wait. It's the, yeah, those are the first wheelchair. Well, probably there was a wheelchair before. No, there's no wheelchairs before. They didn't invent the wheel yet. So, uh, so yeah, they fell, and then they fell into the uh, the hay, and then right. the Asian guy was like, Oh, darn, uh, they didn't fall and, and die. Right. But uh, then I remember what's going on now. Briscoe okay. has the pendant, and he's like, I'm right. going to go investigate. Yes. And the only place I know how, Chinatown. Chinatown. <laughs> yeah. They're connected just to all of the Asian activity. Yeah. They probably were back then. It actually might be yeah, accurate. This, be see, I told accurate. you, this is historically, historically inaccurate for a reason. Because some of it's off, and then sometimes I feel like that's right. <laughs> well, no, that's definitely right. There's definitely Asians in there. <laughs> right. I'm just saying back then there probably weren't as many. So if you were trying to track one down, going to Chinatown probably wasn't like oh probably yeah, where... it's probably where people lived. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there was only like a hundred people back then. <laughs> like, do you know where Jim is? Oh yeah, Jim. Jim's in uh, the gym part of town. Okay. <laughs> and you go over there, yeah, ask Jim around. You know Jim so, so he goes into a random Asian shop that sells uh, tacky Asian crap. Yep. And uh, he gets uh, Just like every other store in current China. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some things just don't change. Yeah. <laughs> you know? 1893, 1993, 2020. Incense tea, random powders that don't do anything for your dick, but they sure make you think you do. Yep, coronavirus. No, nothing really changes. <laughs> coronavirus, hornets. Death death Kill. wasps or whatever, killer wasps. <laughs> yeah. Murder wasps. Murder wasps. Yeah. Which just don't, don't kick a wasp's nest. You should be fine. Yeah, just don't name them that. <laughs> you think if they called them, like, the nice guy wasps, they'd chill out? Yeah, maybe wasps are so angry because they have the name murder wasp. <laughs> like, maybe if you would have called them cuddly fuzzy bear wasp. <laughs> yeah. would be so angry. It's, uh... imagine, imagine if your dad, before he left you, uh, he called you Andre the Murderer. That's his name. <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't leave me much of an option. Which, exactly. But at the same time, you know what, though? I'd, I would have been grateful because then he would have at least given me some fucking direction. <laughs> I guess that's true. It's better to have loved than lost than never to have loved at all. Ah, just, you know, just give me some guidance, even if it's to murder people, you know? It's at least some positive reinforcement. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who said that you have to murder anybody? I, I thought you were going to become a physician. 
Oh. So it'd be like an or ironic a, name. Or a dent. Yeah, like, oh, you go, to, you go to Andre the Murderer, he'll set you straight. <laughs> After he murders you. Oh, yeah, let's, uh, I bet euthanasia is lucrative. You need an MD for that. Speaking of the euthanasia, uh, he's at this ch- he's at this uh, Chinatown shop. Good and, transition. Um, <laughs> and uh, he 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 got got he got he's like oh I got this pendant and he's like oh pendant please buy something for free information. Yeah, he was like I'll give you some free information and he's like oh that's wonderfully kind of you. And he was like yeah I yeah. know. Don't you want to buy something? Like, yeah. It's like oh I see. You could yeah, just say, I'll give you information for money. No, yeah, you, it was a, um, a sting. <laughs> he didn't know yeah. he was even stinging him yet. Well, you know, it's a... Well, like, I guess it's everything's like, a sting. Yeah, it's like prostitution, you know? Like, it's not prostitution until you give him money. Then it's just two people talking. Then it's just attempted prostitution. Yeah. Which I think you can still get arrested for. <laughs> what are you doing hanging out around outside without a mask on? What are you doing around or asking ladies questions about money? Uh, you know, just asking. You know they can't be valued in money. Yeah. 2020. <laughs> They're valued in feelings. <laughs> yeah. All right. Their contribution to the greater society. Thank you. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Belated. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know when this is. Right. It's oh, shit. Yeah, it's probably going to come out in like four months. Happy <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, there is almost no reason to record this today, but... <laughs> we did but uh, um, but, he but goes, back to <laughs> back to the euthanasia. Um, yeah, well, there's a few old people that should probably just die, right? Oh, oh, wait, are we talking about something <laughs> else now? <laughs> oh, I thought, yeah, no, I thought that was uh, we were sliding slowly back on track. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Um, there's a shop. Uh, Free information isn't cheap, I guess, is the is the term right. that the kids would use. Uh, it's lit AF. And um, he sees the pendant, and he's like, oh, I know what this is. Uh, we're closed. And then Bruce yeah. Campbell in classic dummy uh, fashion is like, what? And he gets kicked out. And it's comical because he's shutting all the he's shutting all the shades, and he ter- he just open sign to shut. That was kind of cute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was uh, you know, it's a slight left turn. Well, it's uh, not all talk at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Briscoe uh, has the the sign, the shut sign, turned uh, so unceremoniously in his face. And, uh, but manages to jimmy the door back open with his trusty uh, Bowie knife or whatever. Yeah, just a, the just credit a pocket card. knife. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't remember exactly how, but he triggers a trap door. 
Uh, he because uh, the the uh, there's a bell the on the table. Oh right, yeah. yeah. A, it says ring only one time, and he <laughs> rings it twice, and that opens a trap door. Again, excellent writing. Yeah, perfect, beautiful. You should have just rang once. That's why. It also teaches you good manners. That's true. Yeah, don't ring multiple. Like I get well, everyone rings twice. The ding ding, like every ding ding. It's like a normal. Yeah, I mean the postman always rings twice. Then everyone else. I don't know. I have no idea what to, how to connect those. We'll edit this in post. What the fuck you? No, <laughs> there's no editing. I know. That's staying in. I just say that for my own mental well-being. Well, there's that. All right. Well, he triggers the trap door by ringing the bell twice. Which is a really fall. dumb thing. <laughs> that would happen to anyone in the store. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like everyone would just fall down that, that thing. It's kind of a, you know, I get regulations now. Yeah. Yeah, you can't just have a, a thing in your shop. You <laughs> ring twice and then someone falls like 20. That seems very unsafe. Yeah, a little bit. And it... You know, who is, who is it on us to judge how someone runs their business? But I feel like if you're going to put the public at risk, you know. Definitely an OSHA violation. <laughs> Definitely. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Definitely. Um, well, yeah. Also, yeah, because if you <laughs> fell down that thing, you'd be in a wheelchair. Um, oh, but they don't have wheelchairs back then. That's right. Horses. <laughs> He falls into the trap door. Yeah. And there's like this gang of Asian dudes and they're a, like, what the hell are you doing here? About to do hurtful stuff to him. Yeah. And then James Hong from Big Trouble Little China comes out. Famous character like, actor. Yeah. And they're going to torture Briscoe. They've got like this... Uh, Big. Well, they train. Well, they train on top of hot coals. Right. And that's how that's how we're introduced to them. Is they're like two guys dancing around hot coals, kicking each other in the head. That's why and they're the dirty little, feet ninjas. The little the little Asian kid hits because he's like sneaking up there, and the little Asian kid, it's like classic uh, uh, goof, you know, like um, whatever the hell. Oh right, yeah. Them. I forgot that he trusted the kid, and the kid turned on. He's like, oh, shh, be quiet, little kid. I'm trying to... I don't even know what he was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to fly <laughs> her down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and then he gets hit in the head. Yeah, then he gets hit in the head with some ceramic thing or something. Uh, a classic Asian uh, an antiquity. Yes. And uh, no Sean Connery there to date it. Yeah, exactly. You piece um, of shit. I don't blame him for retiring, honestly. I mean, that was a bad Scottish movie. fuck. <laughs> well, you see, Barbara. Sometimes a woman just doesn't know when to stop. <laughs> 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 oh man 
Nothing gets me laughing like domestic <laughs> assault. Well, when it's... <laughs> when the question is specifically about domestic assault, and then the subject of the question looks at the asker of the question like he's going to hit her. <laughs> uh, I give her credit for staying in the pocket on that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, Barbara was ready to fight. Oh, yeah, Barbara's... Like you gonna fuck like not today, motherfucker type thing. <laughs> I wish somebody would. She's like, I've been hit by better men than you. <laughs> <laughs> they have Emmys. <laughs> uh, Crisco gets knocked out by the little Asian kid. Yeah. He's brought to the hospital. Then, yeah. Mm-hmm. I need a fight. And who's who's the guy that comes in? James Hong. Yeah. And uh, they like they're about to they push him onto the coals, or they're about to, and then he he, he has Briscoe's gun because obviously they've disarmed him, um, and he takes it out. He's like, "Where'd you get this gun?" Whoa. He's like, he's like, "Who's asking?" And then he gives him some name, and that's supposed to mean something, like Chong Lee. And then he's like, "Okay, now I'm going to tell you who I am." Yeah. Very clunky. I didn't, I didn't get that. It's like, I feel like if you're asking someone, like, who's asking, I'm not just, it's not just a name. Like, name, title, purpose. Yeah. I'm nitpicking, I know. Wait, who's asking? <laughs> Andre. Uh, yeah, oh, Andre. Mm. Oh, you, you got, Okay. That's my yeah. dad's gun. Or something. Yep. He said something weird. It was like, you I'm said, the son of my that gun's owner. I'm my, no, you said, I'm and I'm my father's son. Which actually isn't a clear indication of what he was trying to communicate. Yeah. Wait, so whose gun is this again? Oh. <laughs> I'm my father's son. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, but the gun, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to shoot my, you in the fucking face if you don't answer my loaded? goddamn... It's not blanks, right? <laughs> Come on. It's 1800s. That's, no one... That's, why, that's no how one Brandon should. Lee died. He just... <laughs> the, wow. I'm my father's son. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Deep cut. How you feel about that, Lee family? <laughs> uh. I don't know, I'm pretty sure they're still more pissed at Tarantino. What would he do? He shot on him, shot on him in the Once Upon a Time right. Hollywood movie. Yeah, I didn't see that movie yet. Made him look like a dick. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Who am I to say? I wasn't there. We are so off track. Yeah, back to um, what's going on here. Yeah, James I guess. Hong. Yeah, I guess they're friends now. I don't know. Yeah, his buddies. He find the gun, and he, he must have known the dad, I guess, from that indication. Yeah, that's never really established how <laughs> they knew each other beforehand. But they end up having tea. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they're having tea. <laughs> like, he recognizes... I don't... Yeah, he recognizes uh, uh, Briscoe County Sr.'s gun before his own son. It's very confusing. And I guess right. they're friends. I don't know. He was really good friends with his dad, and then you would think, like, 
you know, at the very least, the kid would have a resemblance, or maybe you saw, if you were such good friends with the dad, you'd have seen the kid when he was a young child, yeah. and be yeah. like, that looks like an older version. Right, especially since there are only 100 people in the entire country at that point. So you'd think yeah. that they would have some sort of familiarity with one another. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the United Neighborhood of America. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, if only. <laughs> um, there was a time. So yeah, <laughs> There's literally a time. Yeah. Yeah. You think about that. And what are we? <laughs> oh, okay. What are we? Yeah, what are we, man? Exactly. Uh, confused. So confused. <laughs> Uh, I know they're having tea and they were like, Hey, listen, bro. Like, I don't know what he says, but he's like, Hey, listen, if you're looking for some action, you got to go find this chick, Dixie cousins, Dixie cousins. That's right. Or something. I don't know why, what he said, but that's, the I don't either. I, I just have happened. Dixie cousins. <laughs> yeah. That's somebody said something about Dixie. Like, cause right now when this is happening, uh, Socrates is hanging out with his horse. No, that's not it yet. I'm sorry. I'm jumping. That's ahead. right after the Dixie Cousins. Well, no, that's at Dixie Cousins, and then we're introduced to Saved by the Bell Lady. Yeah. <laughs> How the hell did we get to Dixie Cousins? Dixie. So yeah, no, no, no. James Hong, when he's and him and Briscoe are having tea, he's like, I. Dixie Cousins is going to know where to track down the bad guys. Oh, you're looking for that gang. Yeah. Well, didn't that gang hire this gang? They're the bad foot gang. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why do they need to? Couldn't they just tell them where those bad guys Couldn't were? Couldn't you just ask? Yeah. What the fuck? Hey, you know those guys that hired you to kill me? Where are they? Well, maybe it's a secretive thing. Oh, uh, they're hiding in the mountains, in the, the hills, in the mountains of uh, 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 Australia. Mad Max. <laughs> Afghanistan. Been a long fucking trip. <laughs> it's eleven day journey. The uh, gulags. The gulags of Australia. I mean, that's, I think they sort of started off that way. That's what. Oh, yeah. No, like, historically speaking, yeah, probably. What, for the aboriginals or the white people that uh, colonized? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, isn't that... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, aren't they all prisoners down there? So, like, the whole thing is, like, an enormous country of gulags. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. When they think of like some island, you know, where you just put all the criminals, sort of like, escape from L.A. That just was Australia. Yeah. Oh man, that's a good movie. Escape also has LA. Bruce Campbell in it. Yeah. Yeah. He's the crazy plastic surgeon guy. 
classic because look at him <laughs> well they do they put plastic they put makeup on him to make it look like he's gone off the edge with his own plastic surgery so he's weird somewhat recognizable you wouldn't you know you wouldn't need to do that with his face <laughs> well now i think back then he was still probably our natural probably getting some nip tucks here and there but you couldn't tell yeah come on look at him you don't just grow a chin like that there's no like fucking <laughs> what like what is this mama tree how does that happen is this mama it's like chin? yeah it's just a giant chin it's like uh when they did uh the search for fire or the quest for fire with ron perlman and they didn't ron. put any makeup on him yeah because he looks like the missing link already yeah <laughs> look at him dude come on dude when he did his his audition they had to have like, no he didn't audition they just hired him <laughs> they're just like oh we, i know this guy he works at a gas station let's make him into no, they, a star it was it's how they actually got the inspiration for encino man they actually did defrost a caveman yeah teach him how to speak english but only <laughs> really after that movie yeah shut up andre paulie shore uh Owns the comedy store. I can't believe that you would say that he got unfrozen from a <laughs> from a cave. Unfrozen enough to sick some bouncers on me in the porn convention. Just tried to take a picture of him. <laughs> Not cool, buddy. Yeah, it it wasn't it wasn't cool. <laughs> yeah, no, Polly Shore, dude. Uh, what the fuck, bro? Good luck. <laughs> oh, God. That club is going to go to shit real quick. Well, I God. think a different brother actually runs it. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. There's, I think that's like a situation you give you, like, adopt someone and just groom them. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, like, uh, God, what's her name? What's Polly Shore's mom that uh, died recently? What's her name? Sandy? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Well, I don't know. I never knew her. They talk yeah, about her all the time. Yeah, she was the one that uh, was running uh, the comedy store. She yeah. just, like, adopts, like, a 35-year-old comedian. <laughs> like, she adopts Tony Hinchcliffe to run the fucking yeah. store. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Paulie's not gonna turn out to be the uh, comedian or the 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 business owner that I expected. You want to run it? <laughs> sure. I can't do. I don't know if I can do a Hinchcliffe. Sure. Yes, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm bad. the. I'm one of the hottest new comedians in the world. Sure. <laughs> well, guys. I don't know. That's Come on. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, there. That's closer. There's a. I do love his fucking podcast. So, uh, let's uh, let's move on. So yeah. Asians. Um, Asians, Dixie cousins. Right. Then uh, we meet up with a scientist, biologist, botanist, father, who's stumbling around, drunk in a town. In the bar, right. in the strip club. What was this? A 
Some burlesque. Burlesque. Club. Yes, that's the word I was looking for. Saloon thing. And Briscoe's there. I think he's in his fake name right now. No. No. Yeah, that's later. like the um, like the it, what is that called? Like with the ho- horse and buggy. That's yeah. That's like, that's oh, later. Right, himself right, is Mary right, right. Okay. So yeah. they're at right now. The, it's uh, Briscoe County Junior. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're at the saloon burlesque. Yeah. And. Well, yeah, the dad's drunk and, like, some guy fucks with him? No, not yet. You tell me. <laughs> no, the, uh, the, the, uh, not the, uh, sign, not the old guy, but his, uh, his daughter is, uh, um, uh, the guy's, like, getting a little handsy, like, hey, come on, right. baby. I'm watching this woman dance. How about you dance for me? And then she's like, No. And then she punches uh, Bruce Campbell by mistake. Right. Yeah, that guy ducks. She punches Bruce Campbell. But then, then doesn't she, she beat up, like, five guys? She beats up one guy. Okay. The one that was being a, a dick. Yeah, handsy. Like, one old, one old guys learn not to something, something, something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just I'm just hooked on the fact that she's the chick from Saved by the Bell. The college years. The college years, yes. The college years, yes. Not the she's... original. Yeah. Um, Who would have thought that that run would have been shorter than her run on Frisco County Junior? <laughs> <laughs> it, that's better than uh, Dixie. Um, what's her name? Dixie something. Dixie, Dixie Cousins. Cousins. Yeah, Dixie Cousins. Uh, this is her only role. <laughs> you probably technically could have a much longer career. Yeah, well, the for sadly, the possibility is still open. Like, I feel like once yeah. you do TV and then you don't make it, then that's over. If you've never done TV, the option to become successful in TV is always there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) that none of that makes sense no no no. how you have to live your life as a comic yeah would you uh play dixie are we gonna remake this um this show uh i mean i'll play dixie cousins you would make a great Dixie Cousins. I I think I'd I'd have fun as the bowler character. That would be a lot of fun. Not the handsome yeah. one. What's wrong with bowling? Oh yeah. No, you could you would definitely be the handsy <laughs> one. Oh, the handsy one. The handsy one. Yeah. Okay, ha- I'm I'm the handsy one that gets his ass kicked by the chick from Saved by the Bell. It makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm, you just like you fit that ca- like if I was the casting director, and you're on my couch, I would totally pick you for the handsy creep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. You need a guy that'll fall asleep in the middle of sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. 
You're so frustrated. Uh, well, not frustrated enough not to fall asleep. <laughs> oh, what <laughs> tell you? That's where it begins. All right. Saved by the Bell beats up the guys. Right. The guy. And then the guy. And Bruce. And then Bruce Campbell's like, "Ah, oh, you punched me in the nose." And she's like, "Sorry about that, but we gotta get out of here." And then they're introduced to the guy or whatever. And then they're well, then, creeping well, on. He goes with Socrates to the train station and steal that guy's stuff. Or it wasn't the train station. It was the horse and buggy situation. Yeah, that's later that night when they're creeping on Dixie, watching her, seeing what she's doing, and she's getting a secret letter from somebody. That's right. Right. Which has some importance in the future. Yeah, because it's got a wax seal. Yeah, so it must be important. Old-timey love letter. or Wax seals can never be faked either. I always... (laughs) The most secure of all the message delivery systems. Yeah. Um, I think this is where they cut to Socrates, Sophocles, in the horse barn talking no. to Mr. Ed. Uh, no. Uh, Bruce and Socrates <laughs> uh, follow her to the stagecoach. And that's where they, uh, that's when he, like, gra- he steals the ticket and steals his luggage. And jumps okay. on there. He's like, take care of my horse. Only feed him green apples. That's right. The guy's like, yeah, okay, I got it. Green apples. No shit. Green a- who, who can't feed a horse green apples? Uh, next scene, he's trying Apparently to feed a red him. horse. To the red, red apple to the horse. Yeah. It was... Clearly the horse was being finicky, too. Because Socrates was like, come on, what does the color of the apple even matter? Yeah, he's looking at it very um, logically, and he's talking to the fucking horse, like it's a fucking like it's like the fucking horse is gonna talk back to him. Right, which what is stupid, idiot. except for the horse talks back to him. Yeah, and sounds like a gruff black guy wearing a bowler hat. Yeah, <laughs> sounds oddly similar to this guy you've known for a while now. Yeah, apparently is, um, and then he makes a dig at the political. Like he's like, oh, the the uh, I guess the the prison system is lax now because he got sent to prison. I guess, but at the same time, oh right, like the show's <laughs> yeah, trying to make got it sentenced s- to like six weeks in prison or something like that. Yeah, but at the when I was watching, it, I was like, "Yeah, you know what? That's fucked up that they're like gonna imprison a black guy compared to a white guy." But then I was like, really thinking about it while I'm recording, and uh, he came into a restaurant with a with a bunch of dynamite. That definitely is a criminal act. Like I I don't even know. Yeah, I mean that's about that's you're putting everyone's life in jeopardy. Yeah, that's a pretty that that guy yeah, definitely should have went to jail. jail. Time. I think yeah. That's, yeah. that's appropriate. Six weeks for dynamite? I mean, it's domestic <laughs> terrorism, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's a much longer sentence now. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, it doesn't matter what color. Yeah, like, you go into a, a, a restaurant now. Well, no one's there, but when they reopen <laughs> with some dynamite and see what happens. Or hot dogs taped together with right. some fuses sticking yeah. out. Yeah, that's that's what the Simpsons did. 
Well, the Simpsons did everything. Yeah, they did. They definitely did. Well, I think they did that. Um. So yeah, so then the apple scene. Right. Then the apple scene. Yeah. Horse turns down the apple because it's what? a red apple. Yeah. And then starts asking Socrates where Briscoe is in a in a deep voice and Socrates starts asking or answering right and then he, he's like a couple sentences in and then he figures it out yeah you know he, he pretty much figures it out instantly oh I don't think he I think he was just fucking around uh that was one of the boringest scenes in the whole fucking thing and then we cut back to our hero and Dixie in the stagecoach and she's like what are you looking at? And he was like, I'm looking at mountains or something. Cause he was looking at her, at her titties. <laughs> Damn it. I missed that. He was ogling her. This might <laughs> have been a, during a, a commercial break or something. Okay. Yeah. Cause we're still watching this with the commercials. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, how'd you sleep? And she's like, uh, I hate sleeping alone. And he's like, oh, you flirty bitch. Yeah, oh. that was, was a pretty direct line. Yeah, she was sending out some vibes. <laughs> Definitely sending out vibes. Well, you had to back then. So, I think in the middle, this is right at the end of the episode. Yeah. So when I said middle, I meant the end. Yeah, uh, no, it's all right. But some the gang attacks the carriage and yep. drunken carriage No, no, driver. no, the gang never... No, this is where we were confused. The gang never attacks the stagecoach. Uh, okay. We're shown that the two stagecoach drivers are just drunk off their ass, just, like, laughing and drinking and swigging and, and spitting. And they're just laughing, having a good time. And at some point, they get so drunk that they fall off. All oh, right, they fall off the wagon. Yeah, because they're drunk. Because they're so drunk. Because they're so drunk. Yeah, and, and then the is so good. And then Bruce Campbell's like, "Oh, well, I can do all this crazy shit." And then I think she just says, "How about we just jump out?" He's like, "I guess that makes sense." And then they both jump out. <laughs> And I guess he penetrates her or something. Because he's yeah, acting he like it's stuck. real hard to get off of her. <laughs> but they both have their clothes on. Amanda, if a guy ever couldn't get off of you. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be pretty frightening. You know that actually happens to dogs. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. What? The tip of their penis swells and they become stuck to each other. So yeah. Briscoe and Dixie Cousins seem to have like a little little moment like that. Maybe, yeah, maybe. maybe the tip of his penis just swelled. <laughs> yeah. That could have been it. That could have been it. That's uh, uh well then that'd be thrusting is the worst thing, probably. Ooh. Especially if you just came. <laughs> no, thrusting you wouldn't be able you that would not be a good idea, thrusting with a uh with a with a stuck What's that, a Chinese finger trap? <laughs> I think that's what it's called. A uh, 
Chinese finger twat. Oh. -ho. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's definitely that's yeah, that's good. Uh, and then he's stuck, and then we're on to chapter four, I think, right? Yeah, chapter four. Down, down the uh, home stretch. Last chapter for today, still like four more chapters for this goddamn episode. <laughs> yeah, we've yet to finish the episode. How many episodes uh, of this podcast have you done so far just to get to here? Well, so this is the second episode for this episode. So this is the second episode for the first episode. Right. Okay. Yeah. And we have other episodes. So I'm just right. Yeah, we've got <laughs> yeah. two to eight more to go. <laughs> yeah, it's never ending. I really have no idea why this show failed. <laughs> well, it's uh, we could watch uh, shows that succeeded back then. Uh, the first uh, Fast and the Furious uh, uh, movie had to deal with stealing DVD players. Yes. <laughs> so you look back at that and you're like, "This is so stupid." That move, those movies have made ten billion dollars added up. Well, I think the the movies have gotten dumber. The original Fast and the Furious, that's kind of a more believable action plot that you, like, oh, yeah, they're hijacking 18-wheelers of VCRs and DVD players. Which no, that's not the point of the movie, Andre. Come on. <laughs> the point of the movie is family. <laughs> oh, yeah, family and uh, familia. Familia and Corona. And drinking Coronas. Yeah, you remember. Coronas. It's, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all I remember from the first movie. Like, <laughs> this is about family and drinking Coronas. <laughs> and then they look right at the camera while they drink it and smile. Yep. Paul Walker uh, died. just goes to show the importance of a uh, present and not abusive father. <laughs> that, that movie. Oh, yeah, because they had an abusive father. I think one didn't one of them had like a dick dad and then the other one's dad died young so you had like a cross section of like don't be an absent father and don't be an abusive father right yes because Vin Diesel's dad was an ad abusive father to his sister but it's Vin Diesel so why wouldn't he just kick his dad's ass I don't know <laughs> maybe he was smaller then maybe and then Michelle Rodriguez, uh, you know, she had a, you know, a dead father because, you know. Well, because it's just obvious from her character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, really, really into racing sports cars and stealing shit and uh, beating up dudes. You're going to guess your dad wasn't around. <laughs> My father wasn't there. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's your sign? <laughs> so back to the show. Chapter four. Chapter four. Exiting penetration. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah. and then, like, what? They just That's talk? That's my first note. Briscoe gets stuck. Oh, yeah. Good job casting D-bags. Oh, yeah, so this is where uh, Briscoe was put up, so he just starts lying to the gang because they're like, don't know who he is, 
right? Right, because he uh, he started lying to Dixie because he's like, I'm something Mayweather, and right. then they open and up the, his. That. I, yeah, I think so. Woman's intuition. Yeah, she doesn't believe a word of what he's saying. Well, because he later looks like in, a liar. Yeah, in chapter four, she's like, I don't believe that he's Meriwether Fairfeather. But when he's like, I'm not Meriwether Fairfeather, I'm yeah. Slob Mob McGee, she, yeah, they believe Kansas. that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, that was a lie because I'm really Kansas boy, Kansas from Kansas. I'm an outlaw. Right. And then mm-hmm. one of the other guys are like, I heard a Kansas boy, Kansas. He's the craziest rootin' tootin' shootin' guy in the whole West. Yeah, the guy that looks like Rip Van Winkle, I would never believe a word he says is if I was a member of that gang. Yeah, He's there he literally a... just to take bullets. Yeah. He had one of those uh, a kangaroo hats from, like, the 80s, the floppy hats. Uh, yeah. The, bucket, the, bu- the floppy bucket hats. The, it doesn't work even as a hat, so it's yeah. like... Like, all right. Uh, but, yeah, that that's good enough to confirm it. Yeah, no. Uh, I, 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 yeah, no. Jeff, the floppy hat guy? Yeah, no, I trust him. Dude, Jeff? Jeff saved me. Jeff saved me from that river? Oh, yep. No, I can't. <laughs> no, 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 I get it. fucking late. <laughs> no, it's a river. It's a river down, run down low. And then they ride into gang town. I don't know what this town. Like it's a new town. They they're introducing. Like, there's so much going on here. They're going from one town to a different town. This town is the same town as last town. Just the last town had city lights. This one, dirt roads. Yeah, this one was dustier. Yeah, this is a dusty town, but the still the same characters, mm-hmm. pretty much. And I'm sure the next episode, uh, fucking Socrates and uh, and uh, and Bowler, Bowler Hat Bowley, oh, uh, yeah. he's gonna he's gonna come into town. It's gonna be well, like you gotta keep the recurring characters recurring, right? Yeah, no, they they need to be in every episode. Remember, we're still in the first episode. <laughs> yeah. So they will probably show up not only in episode two but later in episode one. <laughs> In chapters six, seven, and eight. Yeah, this isn't your HBO miniseries that has like stakes. No, everyone, everyone you see at the beginning of the fr- the season is gonna stay in the season because yeah. they paid them. You you paid them, and you can't afford even extras now. Nope, no one's getting written out. So they're in the dusty town, and Cactus Jack and. Uh, Briscoe. Uh, Cactus Jack, by the way, I don't remember his name from the show, but it's, uh, what is this, fucking MC, MC Ganey, um, who Mike and I have decided now that we're going to try to get him on the show. Yeah, could probably, probably get him on the show. And probably save some unemployment checks for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, him or you? <laughs> Can I just sign my unemployment check over to him? And Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought he was going to pay you to get on the show. Oh, uh, well. I'd take... Maybe we just keep our unemployment checks. 
We'll just, and he just we'll does just the show. Yeah. And, uh, it's, you're investing in yourself. Yeah, that's what this is. Yeah. <laughs> this is a great investment. This is a giant investment into all of our careers and futures. Cactus Jack takes a shot with Briscoe and brags about a $3,000 hat. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a way to that's a way to introduce that to anyone listening. <laughs> and it's one of the most awful things that we've all seen. Yeah, my mom has definitely worn it on a beach. <laughs> yeah. I could see a mom in the 90s wearing that to the right. beach. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going to wear the Santana hat today. Uh, feeling like a Whatever the hell this is. That's that's how they got it. It's Amanda's mom in the 90s was wearing that hat on a beach in California. It blew off. She was like, I don't care that much. Yeah. And, and then someone I could from take the it show or leave it. it and someone from wardrobe found it. Yeah. This is, I know exactly where this hat belongs. <laughs> yeah, like, what kind of... Like, that hat looks so shitty, and he said that that hat was worth $3,000. I did the math in... In, in what, 1894 3, money? Yeah. It would be worth $2.8 billion. <laughs> <laughs> and that guy's just walking around with that. On his head. Yeah, You're walking he, around with the Apple company on your head. Yeah. <laughs> Talking of Asians. That's, good. That's a shitload. If he had that much money, that is a sh- that is a lot of bank robberies. Well, he doesn't have that much money. He says that that's uh, how much is the bounty on his head or something. It's supposed to be a metaphor, but well, it's that really bad. Completely over my head. Wait. So <laughs> oh, that's but it, but <laughs> <laughs> completely over my head. Yeah, he says it at some point when he was talking. Like he's like, "Cause they got three thousand dollars on my head, I'ma have three thousand dollars over my head." Yeah, exactly. But the hat is still worth three thousand dollars. Uh, yeah, I guess. It doesn't look like it from where I'm sitting. Right. But that's what he said. That's what the man said. Well, because at first I understood it to be the metaphor for the bounty. Yeah, and that then, makes sense. He, he said a couple more words, and then I was like, no, he's actually literally talking about the hat. Yeah. So it's both. It was a good writer back then. Someone gave that guy a handshake <laughs> or whatever you said. Yeah, someone patted him on the back. Like, that's it. Hey, hey, you did good tonight. <laughs> it was a good one. Like how you give a you give a... A pat on the back to someone who just did a really bad job at an open mic. Like, hey. Mm-hmm. Or worse, yeah, you paid them. <laughs> they came to your, you booked them for your show. They came there, and then you bombed. And what are you going to do? Tell them that you did a bad job. No, give them a pat on the back. Good job, buddy. You say, get them next time. Oh. Oh, the forty dollars I promised you. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's right here. Thanks, thank you. Thanks. 
It's a pretty ugly hat. This is the worst hat. Those are, those are the cool hats though in the nineties. You know, like they also had the hats with the belt buckles on them. You guys remember those? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The Stevie yeah. Ray Vaughan special. Yeah, Stevie Ray Vaughan. That's the that's the thing. That's the guy I was thinking about. That's what I was trying to think about. Yeah, that's a Stephen Ray Vaughan hat. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like it's it's a cowboy hat. It's a black felt cowboy hat with like a lady's belt wrapped around <laughs> it. Yeah, just like metal fucking crap. Just random just metal, metal things loops. on it. <laughs> yeah, and like someone stuck like three shitty playing cards on it. <laughs> it's like this is gonna make people think I'm cool. I'm Ace, because I got an Ace card. They call me Ace. That's a seven of clubs. They call me Ace. <laughs> uh, we're having a good time here. This is great. Well, it's like in that movie Stevie. Yeah. Where uh, he's like, they call me. Or he's like, he's playing with a snake. He's like, they call, because they call me snake. It's like, no one, no one calls you snake, Stevie. No one calls you snake. <laughs> Have you seen that documentary, by the way? Did I send that to you? Yeah, send it to me. I'll, I'll check okay. it out. I highly, anyone, no one is listening that, at all. If no, no, is. no. This is. Uh, just go and, go and watch Stevie. It's. <laughs> Bizarre. Stevie. <laughs> you want to quick give a quick breakdown in a couple sentences? Um, a man goes back to visit the person that he was like a big brother to, only to find out, surprise, he's a child molester. <laughs> that's, that's about it. <laughs> uh, that is fun. <laughs> a family flick. <laughs> Oh yeah, the whole family is involved. <laughs> it's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but true. Yeah. Which wasn't that based on a true thing? Yeah, if you or think was that Ed part of Gein the was of fucking. The movie? Yeah, like it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre is loosely based off of Ed Gein, and if you know anything about Ed Gein, he wasn't fucking oh, yeah, running yeah. around with a chainsaw. He was digging yep, up old fat it. ladies to make into couches. Mm-hmm. He was the one that was on Silence of the Lambs, right? That was that game, right? No, that was no. he was Psycho, I thought, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, Psycho. Yeah, because he had a crazy mom that uh, manipulated him. I think uh, that That's was. right. I think that was Ted Bundy. Silence of the Lambs, wasn't that? Yeah, because the, yeah, there was because he would like get people into his car and stuff like that and use all of those tactics. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. I bet Ted Bundy didn't have such a nice singing voice though. Well, he wasn't smart. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo Bill didn't have a good singing voice, but okay. Oh yeah, Buffalo. Was Buffalo Bill supposed to be? I don't know what the fuck. Who cares? Well, that's Silence of the Lambs, right? Yeah, Buffalo Bill Silence of the Lambs. I was thinking um, the other guy, not Buffalo Bill. Oh, Fava Beans. Yeah, Fava Beans, yeah. Because uh, uh, Ted Bundy helped out the police for one, like one time. And people are like, oh, he's like a 
He's like a genius to serial killers. He's like, no, he wasn't. He's an idiot. He's like, yeah, uh, they'll did he he'll be help back. them catch someone. No. <laughs> but they asked them for help, and it kind of led to one thing being right. He's like, oh, he'll he'll be back to look at the bodies later. Just play, hang out to the place where he's uh, dumping the bodies. Mm. And they, and then one thing led to another, and they actually, he actually did come back. Okay. That's good. What about this fucking show, though? So three thousand dollar hat. Three thousand dollar hat. Saved by the Bell college years. Oh, that's right. So Briscoe, they, is he's in a shop looking for some dynamite with the new gang. He's in undercover as Kansas McPherson or whatever. Yeah. And he runs into the doctor of everything. He's like a physicist and biologist and whatever. And his daughter, the Saved by the Bell chick. But they know him as Briscoe, right? Uh, no, that didn't come up right there. Okay. Well, because uh, Doctor Clumsy just like knocks a bunch of bombs or something onto the bad guys. Yeah, he was like walking yeah. around with fifteen bongs or something. <laughs> it was something. It was, he had a bunch of black things, and he bumps into Pete, and then Pete's like, "I'm gonna shoot some old folks." And then Briscoe's like, hey, don't shoot that guy. I'm going to grab your piece. And he's like, he touched Pete's piece. He touched Pete's piece. You touched touched my piece. (laughs) You touched Pete's piece. Pete's Pete's piece. piece. No one touches Pete's piece. Oh, he he done touched uh, Pete's piece. (laughs) uh, They say it like 15 fucking times. Yeah. And then Pete's like, uh, then Briscoe's like, hey, how about we just forget about it? And then Pete's like, uh, what, like, forget about that I was molested as a young boy? (laughs) (laughs) He said something. You definitely have the insight into Pete's childhood. Yeah. (laughs) He went on some diatribe. Is it like that time when your daddy, you think you're gonna, he's gonna teach you how to like shoot and hunt and camp, but really he's just trying to teach you how to be a little bit more feminine or something. He's like, no, Pete, I don't follow you at all. <laughs> like that time that mama put me in a dress and forced me to, to watch her have sex with men? That what you want me to forget? She made me sit outside while I listened to her have sex with the school principal because I was too stupid to get in. <laughs> and uh holy shit I think is that where the episode ends well isn't there the there's the duel outside oh yeah, yeah <laughs> we, we end with the we, yeah what the fuck Andre <laughs> that's where it ends where the episode ends just <laughs> I forgot about the cliffhanger yeah <laughs> idiot so yeah, everyone's yelling Pete's peace, Pete's peace. Everyone's uh, <laughs> and then like the whole uh, crowd of people form, and they dueling boy. They gotta do the duel, and not only are they gonna do the duel, but uh, the the gang is surrounding uh the guy, um, our hero Bruce Campbell. Yeah, one on each side, 
It's a Mexican standoff, kind of. <laughs> and then two guys went on each side, so it was a four-way. Yeah. They, like, form in an X kind of, like, formation to shoot at him. So if he just ducks, which we don't know how the next uh, how the next episode's going to start because we got sick of it. <laughs> we imagine he's just going to drop down. That all four of them are just going to shoot each other, I guess. Yeah. Because that's how that would I, work. I, in real life, if this was historically accurate, <laughs> this is that's <laughs> right. If this is historically accurate, a ghost would come down and spook them all, uh, all out of town. Oh yeah, flying on the uh, the electric uh, bulbs of the orb. Mm-hmm. Into the wings of the Asian gods. I, where did they go, by the way, the original guys that... They've got to come back later. What? Like the, the Blackfoot? The Blackfoot guys? No, no, like the from the beginning of the first episode... There oh, they're these, gone. Like, Asians they're working go- on the gone. railroads. No, no, they're I gone. I feel like he's going to run into them like the old knight in Indiana Jones. Like the Utah's poorly. Like they're going to have some say in this. What I the was fuck really are you talking about? The Asians from this episode weren't the Asians. Or the Asians from this chapter weren't. All right, I'm. Is there anything else? Amanda, parting thoughts. Um, this was an experience. Thank you for introducing me to the adventures of Briscoe County. Um, I've never known you to lie before. Yeah. <laughs> what would you rate Thank this you. out of 10? Um, 10 being the best? Yes, yeah, yeah. Like, most amazing thing I've ever seen? Yeah, like, it's brisk. Like, you would go to Briscoe County and visit Briscoe County Jr. I would say a 2.5. Oh, 2.5. Is that surprising? Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'd say it's pretty generous. Yeah. It got an 8.3 on out of 10 out of on IMDb. Did it really? Yes. This was thought to be a Well, maybe it's just because I've seen episodes 2 through 5. Perhaps <laughs> I need to contact before and we'll need to finish the entire series. You're right. Oh, well, this is such good news for me. <laughs> wow. I th- I think I have a pretty good idea what you two are going to be doing in quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, trying to merit this sort of <laughs> dedication. <laughs> or warrant it. I'm forgetting my vocabulary. It's fine. All right. Mike, you got anything else? Well, you know, a lot of people are... Uh, are scared right now and confused and they don't they just don't know where to turn but uh it's just shows like this that remind me that at one point in history not too long ago there was worse things on television and <laughs> and uh, just just imagine being quarantined and stuck inside if it was you know a different era you know like 1992 i feel like everyone would have died if they had to be quarantined oh. in their house for longer than God. With no on demand 
no on demand, just whatever was playing on television. And this crap no was on TV. Mm-mm. No internet. Yeah. No internet. And you can't. My only, the only thing I did back then was go outdoors. And or go to Blockbuster. Or Blockbuster. Yeah. Those are all. Those would all be closed. Those aren't essential. Yeah. 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 So you. What if a Blockbuster was deemed an essential business back then? <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. If Netflix is essential, they definitely are back then. Oh god, it would have gone to those fucking nerds' heads so bad that like the the be kind rewind watchers at Blockbuster. Oh god. We're an essential service now. Shit. Not rewinding is costing lives. Mm-hmm. All right, that's how the about, end of this. How about you, Andre? Like, you got any you got any last thoughts to to close out this this amazing <laughs> episode of of syndicated television? Well, like watching going back and watching this stuff really makes me reevaluate what like the perspectives that I had about stuff and that I you know, even think stuff is I'm really I really loved this show when I was a kid <laughs> yeah. is what I'm trying to say what you're and, saying uh, is that you don't know if you're mentally ill <laughs> or you knew your whole life well, I'm, I honestly am only recently finding out just how <laughs> how mentally yeah. ill um but I feel vindicated by that IMDb rating. Okay. All right. Yeah. I don't at all. I hate the fact that... Oh, you don't. You don't fact. feel vindicated. No, not at all. Oh, because I thought, like, maybe, like, you know, like how people that believe in, like, certain political uh, sides only read their, like, uh, echo chamber. Oh, like, right. Thing. Uh, the echo chamber is the court of popular opinion with movies, right? Yeah, no, your echo chamber would be that IMDb rating, and you're just going right. to Stockholm Syndrome, all your friends, <laughs> just anybody that's around you into thinking that this mo- this show is good. Look, I only need 25 more friends <laughs> to burn out. <laughs> you're like a, no, you're like a shitty uh, you're like a shitty telemarketer. For only all I need is 22 minutes of your time. To, to watch uh, watch an episode of the Briscoe County Junior. 22 minutes. That's all I need. Yeah. Need uh, 22 minutes of your time, and um, you'll never hear from me again uh, because you will block me on everything. <laughs> well, they're trying. They're trying. Hmm. All right. Keep trying. Is that what you're going to leave this episode off on? <laughs> that was historically, historically inaccurate. Thank you, Amanda Geck. Thank you. Thank you, Michael Thank you. Johnson. Thank you. I am tired. Goodbye. Good night. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for the haberdashery with Andre Hashem.